Welcome to the Uncomfortable Truth Podcast, hosted by the rock star of consulting, Alan Weiss. Be prepared to have your beliefs challenged and your behaviors questioned. Welcome to the Uncomfortable Truth. Today I'm going to talk about virtue signaling. One of the most detestable things I find in the environment, really. Here's a a definition of virtue signaling taken from an online uh, dictionary. It says, it's the public expression of opinions or sentiments intended to demonstrate one's good character and social conscience or the moral correctness of one's position on a particular issue. It's noticeable, by the way, how often virtue signaling consists of saying what you hate, not just what you like. My problem with virtue signaling is that it doesn't necessarily follow that the person is virtuous or even doing anything about the cause. There's a theater here that makes a pronouncement before each play that we should remember that we are only as well off as we are because it was on the backs of slaves and that all the land we're on belongs to indigenous peoples and not us. Every play. When two of the professionals from the theater came to me for a donation, I used to be on the board, I said to them that I'm continuing my subscription, but I'm not donating anything until they stop that practice. And also, in their brochure that comes the playbill with each performance, they list people by alphabetical order and not by what they've given. So if you give $20,000, your name is there in alpha order, along with people who have given $2. I don't disdain the people who gave $2. For them, proportionally, it might be a lot of money. But I do think you need to honor those people who have given you a lot more money and let others know about it. So they say, those are my peers. I should be giving more money too. Now, these two people who came to me are quite professional. I respect both of them. And I said, who decided to start the practice of saying this before every play? They said, honestly, we don't know. I said, it's fairly recent. Did the board decide on it? They said, no, it wasn't a board vote. I said, well, how on earth did it begin? They said, we don't know. Well, somebody in that organization decided it would be a good idea, inserted it before every play. It's now a recorded message and is getting away with their virtue signaling in the theater for all the audiences who are there captive. When I see signs on lawns for Black Lives Matter or Blue Lives Matter or Gay Pride or LGBTQ or whatever it happens to be, I acknowledge it's a sign on the lawn. It doesn't necessarily tell me those people are doing anything else whatsoever to further those causes. And tell me, is an economically disadvantaged kid, is a black kid, for example, who comes from an impoverished background and needs opportunity for a great education and needs to go to a good school and needs a support network and emotional help, is that kid any better off because there are protests about how many black sound engineers or film editors or even directors are nominated for Oscars. By all means, we shouldn't have discrimination against them, but I don't think that's the point in terms of helping people who need help now. Is climate change really helped by expensive legislation that kills jobs and causes inefficiencies? Are we going to meet 2035 deadlines? And Toyota right now, which is the largest car seller in the world, feels the future is hybrid cars. That when you have a combination of gasoline-powered and electric cars, there's a much smaller carbon footprint long run because you don't need all the massive energy generation when you power them solely by battery. 
up here in Rhode Island, a woman in the legislature put a bill forward that wanted all landscapers and gardeners to cease using gas-powered lawnmowers and leaf blowers and all such equipment within two years. Now, she didn't do any study about how they would be reimbursed to give these up because there'd be no market for them, they couldn't sell them, nor how they could acquire electric ones and change their entire system without charging so much more money to their customers that they'd be out of work. She didn't care. She was virtue signaling, putting this bill forward, which didn't have a chance of passing, just so she could show the electorate how good she was and get herself elected again. Here are four phrases. Live and let live. If you live in glass houses, don't throw stones. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. And do as I say, not as I do. That was my father's favorite. Well, Dad, you did that. No, no, do as I say, not as I do. That didn't work for me, you know? How come I can't smoke marijuana? I used to brag about smoking it. No, no, do as I say, not as I do. Well, why can't I drive the car under age? You said you make a big deal out of the fact you drove it at 16. Do as I say, not as I do. Personally, I don't care whose picture's on a beer can. I don't believe you're a better person just because you have a Black Lives Matter sign on your lawn. I see too many people praying in church who won't merge leaving the parking lot. Get off your knees, get on your feet, and show some consideration to others. Virtue signaling is the expression of a conspicuous, in my opinion, self-righteous moral viewpoint with the intent of trying to communicate just how good your character is and that it's better than everyone else's. But virtue signaling doesn't require any proof whatsoever that you're doing or have done anything virtuous. Look at the celebrity hypocrisy we see. Celebrities posting comments on their Twitter and other social media accounts expressing sympathy for the homeless, but they've never donated money or served as a volunteer in a soup kitchen. Political hypocrisy. One politician routinely takes a public stand espousing equality and social justice, but that politician's voting record involves routinely voting against government legislation to help the poor and victims of discrimination. Now, there are exceptions here. You know, the actor Sean Penn went down, I think, during the hurricane in New Orleans and the aftermath and got in a boat and helped save people. Corporate environmentalism is a, happens when a large uh, firm tries to attach its brand to an environmental cause, but meanwhile keeps using plastic straws and utensils inside the firm. And CVS is a favorite of mine because they took all the tobacco out of the stores and made a big public relations deal out of it. However, there are still candies all over their stores and sodas with sugar. Vain political clothing choices. I like this category. One person wears a, a, a t-shirt to at nearly every social gathering they go to and in public with their cause on it, even though they haven't been active in that cause for a decade. There's a great example of this being mocked in a Seinfeld episode when George shows up with a ski jacket with a lift ticket on it. And Seinfeld looks at it and says, What's, did you go skiing recently? And George says, no, this is from five years ago. And Seinfeld says, it's time to take the lift ticket off the jacket. Even Apple, you know, one of my favorite companies, is an example when Apple stopped including chargers for its new iPhones, which shocked me 
as I bought this equipment because they said it helped to cut back on e-waste, electronic waste. But I would say that, you know, Apple's merely taking part in this virtue signaling because they were cutting costs and they weren't passing on the savings. So I'm not real impressed by virtue signaling. In fact, I'm turned off by it. It's too cheap. That is, there's not enough real action required. There's no proof of any action. And everybody's up on their moral high horse trying to prove they're better than everyone else. It's a pain. And for me, it does the exact opposite purpose. I lose credibility in you. If you want to hear more about this, and, and I owe some of this uh, original um, research here that I'm repeating, uh, there is a site called helpfulprofessor.com. And on it, Dave Cornell, Dr. Dave Cornell, uh, wrote an article covering these issues, and it was peer-reviewed by Dr. Chris Drew, uh, and that's uh, only from a couple of weeks ago. So you can find more detail about this there, and I, I thank them for doing that kind of research. And so the next time you want to take a position, folks, I would suggest think about what you've done or are doing that shows that you're really taking action on it and not just talking about it. Let me close with this postscript. In 2016, in a famous incident, a quarterback, Colin Kaepernick, I believe he was with the 49ers at the time, he chose to sit rather than stand during the national anthem, caused a sensation. But this was his protest against racial prejudice and inequality. Nike took up Kaepernick as a spokesperson and started to sell product based on their virtue signaling. And Nike's stock shot up and the Nike market shot up, and sales shot up. But here we are seven years later, and Kaepernick still hasn't been signed by any team, and his age probably mitigates it against it at this point, mitigates against it at this point. And so I ask you, you take up Kaepernick's cause, maybe you need to get him a job. You've been listening to The Uncomfortable Truth with Alan Weiss, for free access to Alan's newsletters, audio and video resources, and for information about his global events and coaching communities, please visit alanweiss.com. Thanks for listening. Keep the faith.